Everybody's ego takes a shot on this show. This is Rutledge and Hamilton with Jim Rutledge and Matt Hamilton. Like me. That's some booty, Jim. Presented by Coors Light on 100.5 ESPN. Everyone is so mean to me. I am Jim Rutledge. You never go full Rutledge. <laughs> there is not a lot of things more satisfying than watching a bush. Adult film stars, Matt Hamilton. Did uh, did that bull turn into steaks? I shot that bull two days later. <laughs> Broadcasting live from the Everlight Solar Studio with Matt Hamilton, here's Jim Rutledge. In like 20 minutes, it'll be Rutledge After Dark because the clocks have changed. But for now, Matt Hamilton. Just Rutledge After Dark? Rutledge and Hamilton After Dark. I am shocked because you're here. What? Okay. My apologies. You are here, Matt Hamilton. Yes, I am in studio. (laughs) It's been a long time. I would have given you a hug if you had come in for a hug, but you did not. I know how you like your space. You like your personal bubble to be as wide as possible. So I just figured I'd do what you wanted the most and uh, just leave you be. You are a nice fellow, but I did miss you in the studio, Matt Hamilton. This is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. The mods are blue. You know what to do. And that's crush a Coors Light. It is a Friday, which means it is a fish Friday, which means if you are inclined, you could go out and get yourself a fish fry somewhere. Enjoy some uh, dancing goat while you do that. Do you think it's intentional that Real Big Fish is the song, the band playing the song right now, too, on a Fish Friday? What do you know? I think uh, that might have something to do with it. Just worked out that way. But uh, we have Alex Strofe. Remember him? Return of the King. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. What up, boys? Good to see you. (laughs) That is not the intro I was hoping for. McLovin back there. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. Mr. Irrelevant here to rock your socks off from four to six. Good to see. Wait, you just wait till Strofe After Dark beginning at 4.20 p.m. Oh, baby. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When did he turn into McLovin? It's honestly like. I don't know, but I love it. Remember the scene in Super. Remember the scene in Super Bad where he's like, you pick the name. It's McLovin. Yeah. That's kind of how we were with Mr. Irrelevant. You get to pick any name out there. And you went with Mr. Irrelevant. Hey. He's owning it. He's owning it. He is Mr. Mc- McLovin uh, Irrelevant to Alex Strove. <laughs> Mr. McRelevant. <laughs> there you go. 844 how you get into the uh, show. Shout out to uh, Kathy Hamilton. Had a birthday yesterday. You gave her a shout out. But she deserves two to be your mom. Because yeah, you weren't even Kathy. nice about it yesterday. Uh, he, <laughs> Did you get any guff for how mid your... Happy birthday to your mom was. No, she hadn't turned it. She hadn't heard it yet, so she turned us off. <laughs> she got us That's first. Probably better. She didn't even wait around to hear me try and wish happy birthday. It was. It was not it. great. It was uh, not my I, best happy birthday. It was not. But it was also not your best performance. Today's Fish Friday, <laughs> and again we're gonna have fish music throughout the show, and we had fish, real big fish in the open. And a lot of double entendre with Fish Friday. I did not know that Fish Friday was also going to mean Matt Hamilton fell for a phishing email today. Oh, my gosh. On Friday. And honestly, I hate phishing emails. They are so dumb. The fact that I didn't catch on to it really bums me out. But here's the thing. That's what gets me the most. The thing is, like, this is an email, and I found out today, like, the wording verbatim. Goes out to like multiple people, so, so it's not even special to me. Are, are, are you going to set this up? Yeah, I'm going to set okay, this up okay, for you. you so set it up. our company. 
for whatever reason, is for relentless. But I mean, like, I it's feel good. like at times on certain days I get more phishing emails than I do, like, cer- you know, like the uh, simulated <laughs> phishing emails than I do real emails from human beings because <laughs> they're relentless with it. And yeah. you have to watch, I swear to God, 25 minutes of video a year. It's the same one. Everyone does the same thing and it skips to the end and then just answers the question because the questions are inane. I mean, yeah. honestly, if you can't answer these questions without watching the video, you should right. just be fired. Right. But if you receive a suspicious email, should you one <laughs> click it, two save it and never touch it, or three report it to IT? We talk about like, practice. Come on, right? right. If the owner of the company, if you can read, you can answer these questions right, right. correctly. If the owner of the company texts you from a number that's not his and asks you for ten thousand dollars, should you send it to them? Yes. <laughs> and that's when I get knocked with fishing. So right. <laughs> Do you believe? So Matt Hamilton got got today. And <laughs> I will say Strofe's gotten got once. I got got once as well. And I do think because they're so relentless that it is almost unfair because our company is trying to fish us more than outside sources are trying to fish us. It is <laughs> Our company tries to fish us more, more than I get any other email. That's what I was saying. I, I get feel- one every day. Yeah. Every single day. And it is, it is, it is really bad. insane. Yes. So I don't know how you got caught. You think I Jesse know. Nelson's emailing you about snacks? So let's set it up here. That's, that's a text so, message. But here's, Let me here's the background, myself. though. Matt Hamilton, because here's what we're really learning. Matt <laughs> Hamilton is in his feelings about how much people take his snacks. No, no, yeah. I'm not in my feelings about it. I approve of it. But when I got an Do email you? about the snacks and that GKB... Another version of GKB, which should have been the red red flag. We are called a Good Karma Brands. This came from Good Karma Broadcasting, which is an old which, name for the company, which is but, extra the tricky. The company. But yes. still, not the name of the current company. So that should have been a red flag for me. I was never a part of the company when it was called a Good Karma Broadcasting, right? So, <laughs> and I've had all these snacks that people have been scooping, even when I'm not here for a week. Snacks on my desk get taken. No problem with that. That's why I brought them in. I even told people, hey, I brought in snacks. They're in the top drawer of my desk. That's not an issue. I thought Jesse was just like, hey, Matt, I know you've been providing snacks to the office. There's a budget now for it. Go online, do this like survey monkey, essentially, is what I thought, like a little yeah. survey. <laughs> I've got friends who will do this for what should we do Friday night, and they'll send out like a link to a survey. When have you ever provided snacks for the company? You've like brought in a bag of pork rinds and well, like, no, hey I, guys, help yourself. What are you talking about? I bought like two bags of pork rinds, a box of cookies. Like, there's been snacks. Wow, in eight dollars worth <laughs> of snacks, man. Better fill yeah, out well, a snack. Like, it's been like a couple times in a row, right? I've got snacks. Help yourself. I'm Told not you. saying I'm the snack king, but yeah, y'all. Yeah. I was yeah. saying if anyone was going to be referred to about snacks in the office, it would be me because I was the one getting them. I don't think I know that's what true. people like. That's what I took from it. That might so, not be true or not, but that's how my brain in the morning when I read this email was working. And I was like, oh, I love me some meat. A little recognition for the workout. <laughs> I love me some is act- acting like he is like baking cinnamon rolls every day. Right. I am. Friday. I am a saint. I'm a saint in this office. We have I'm here least- for two hours a day, and I'm bringing <laughs> snacks for you guys yeah. to enjoy and treat yourself. So when there's an email oh, or something as mundane as... As snacks, I was like, who is trying to fool me we with have, snacks? I am the snack 
Master! We have at least oh three more people in this office that bring snacks more frequently than you. But also pork rinds! Wrong. That is a very specific Not wrong. snack. Also, who do you think is... There's a lot of things wrong with you this getting fish. Nuts. Who do you think is in charge of would, getting snacks and administrating things like that in the office? Not Jesse. Do you want to make a guess? Molly. Wrong. Carly. Wrong. Then I would get fished by anybody in this office. Who? It would be Lainey. Oh. She is our office administrator. She's and the one that's getting us a coffee. She also makes brings baked goods at yes. least once a week, which you have not done. I have certainly brought baked goods before. Don't no, you No, we didn't dare. say come in baked on goods. Oh. We said baked goods. <laughs> also, never, ever, Jim, in my life. Don't you dare accuse me of such things. Ugh. Matt got got. I so got, Matt got, got fished on Fish uh, Friday. Ugh, that was embarrassing. It is not a lot of things more annoying than getting fished. I'm glad everybody else here has gotten fished, though. I don't feel as bad about I think, getting fished. I think everyone in the office has gotten got once because, again, they're relentless. I mean, if you're getting an email, they're out of out of pocket sometimes. Like I swear to God you get one like at like 6 a.m. It's like I'm waking up and you get an email and it's like I, you haven't even processed this yet. Yeah, that's what got me. It was still early. It was still early enough for me to think I was still the snack king of the office, which apparently Strofe is like, no, not even close. Uh, 844-770-3776 is how you get into the show. We have Rip and Rona on the line. I'm pointing to you because I don't have the talking. Like, it's not big enough for me to see oh, it okay. on my computer in front of me. Sorry. So what does Rip have to say? He says, I love when I turn the radio on and the band is back together again. <laughs> And we are bringing wow. you Wisconsin Broadcaster Association level uh, broadcasting right now. I'll tell you that without a doubt. How about hey, this for a everybody text? has gotten has had to deal with phishing emails. Everybody can relate to this. The Adam and Madison says, Matt, you coming in stoned does not count as baked goods. <laughs> <laughs> he's the goods and he's baked. That's what, what else is that? What else is there? Gosh, you guys are so funny. 844-770-3776 is how you get into the show. If you're just bringing in pork rinds and chips from time to time, are you the snack bringer at the office? 844-770-3776. Since I I'm like only here make... bi-weekly, it's a bi-weekly day. I, I, or, I feel it? like you got to actually make something. And I, like that's just my your, general. St- your level of narcissism. I don't want to talk. I have made him dinner and I've made him chicken wings before. If anyone is going you to made get on me, chicken wings two years ago. <laughs> yes, in addition to other An things. Olympic gold medalist. You, you remember you- when <laughs> soup? I've made you soup and stuff. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying you've never fed me. I'm just saying. Feeding me th- every, once every quarter does not equal snack king. The aforementioned mm-hmm. Laney brings in baked goods, and I'm not referring to you stoned. I'm referring <laughs> to actual baked goods once a week. Pumpkin bread, delicious. I've never had it before. Well, you know what? I guess I've got to up my game. Because if, you, I if will, you want the title Snack King, you narcissistic I want it A-hole. back. I want it back. You are narcissistic. Because mine. Because that's why he got fished, right? Does Matt have an ego? No. Uh, no. His ego is as big as his head, and he's got a large hat size. <laughs> Fair point. <laughs> that is unfair assessment, I think. Oh, it's fine. We still love you for it. You, you got, you're at least affable about your ego, but you definitely have an ego because you in your mind, it's, I don't even know if it's an ego. It's more of like you almost think that we live in a, a simulation and you're player one. 
That, I like, mean, it was an email to me, right? You know, so of course, it was, I thought like, it was about me. That uh, philosophical <laughs> idea that yeah. everything is a simulation around you, and you are the the main person in the simulation. And everyone else is just around to serve your existence. Yes, is, is, is this your church? I mean. I don't think it's super far off. I I see some flaws in it, but I don't think it's crazy. <laughs> because you got fished out of hubris. Because you thought you were the snack king. Well, it kind of seemed like it might have been an email to uh, multiple people about snacks, and we were all just giving our input. So oh my God. I was just throwing down oh. my two cents. Well, I really it was wanna... early, too, mind you, for me. Early for me. Ten? <laughs> No, no, it was like seven thirty in the morning. But still, I like, I don't wake up till like eight. <laughs> That's early. So you woke up to this email and be like, "Oh man, I got to get on well, this right away because I am the snack like, king." This is going to be a good day. <laughs> That's what I thought. It's like we're going to have snacks. Also, he th- <laughs> it's almost like he thinks we're like in kindergarten. <laughs> What's, I don't know why. What snacks, what snacks do you want, I guys? I have no idea why I thought that was a logical thing. I'm telling you, morning had, I think, more to do with it than Matt, anything Matt, else. Matt is expecting, like, snack time, and then we have a little extra space here in the Spark building. We're Just gonna, like, can we get some, some milk mats? in our fridge? Right, but then you lay out some mats so we can take a little nap. I mean, you take I'm not naps here anyways. long enough. I take naps anyway. I'll, yeah. I'll nap on my own time. <laughs> Which is most of the day. Most of the day. You kind of sometimes seem like you have the existence of a dog. If you a snack... You lay you around. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it's not that bad. I'm uh, barking strangers. Well, you know what? You might not have the best taste in figuring out what email to answer and not answer. <laughs> you do have great taste, though, when it comes to local distilleries, our favorite around, uh, Dancing Goat Distillery. That's right. And my favorite bourbon right now is from Dancing Goat Distillery here in Wisconsin. That's right. You can find Dancing Goat Distillery's bourbon, a quirky and humble blend, anywhere you get delicious liquors. I'm telling you right now, this is like no bourbon you've had before. It follows your classic bourbon rules. 51% corn, yada, yada, aged two years or more, yada, yada, yada. But it's aged in a new Colombian oak wood. It is seriously adds a flavor like you've never had before. If you're a bourbon aficionado like I claim to be, this is a bourbon you've got to try. It's called a Quirky and Humble Blend. It's by our friends at Dancing Goat Distilleries. Go to Dancing Goat Dot com to check out more things like distillery tours, tastings, all sorts of other fun things that they got going on out there at Dancing Goat in Cambridge. But remember, you must be 21 years or older to enjoy the delicious distilled goods of Dancing Goat. This is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. The mountains are blue and we can prove it. Follow the show on Twitter at Jim and Matt. Friday is a vibe here on Rutledge and Hamilton because it is Fish Friday. He's Matt Hamilton. I am Jim Rutledge. Hello. We are live from the Everlight Solar Studio. Fish Friday means we are going to play fish music all day. And Matt Hamilton gets fished in a company-wide fishing <laughs> email scheme. So far, Matt's the only person in the office that got got. Rip it, Rona chimes in, 844-770-3776. And I want to just throw this out there. Uh, he says pork rinds are underrated. So I want to chime in. Thank you. I agree with that. I agree. You did also hashtag no carbs. What is the best office snack? 844-770-3776. What is the best snack for someone to bring to the office? So not like pork it's rinds. It's not pork rinds. 
Any communal bag of any sort is no good. Yeah. I mean, like, there's Halloween candy still here at the office. Right, which is okay. That passes. But it's also been knocked out. How much down. of that did you bring in, Matt? The Halloween candy? Yeah. How much I, I was out recently. Oh, interesting. They don't yeah. sell it anymore at stores at a discounted rate, so that's, yeah, that's yeah, a Yeah, definitely not. Yeah. yeah. Snack King definitely brought that in. <laughs> I want a picture of Matt Hamilton on Tiger King's, like his hat on Tiger King's body, just over a bag oh, of candy. That's Z in the D. Get yeah, on, right? get, get on that, that. Get our graphic designer to it. That's funny. Uh, the Adam and Madison chimes in with an old, old school throwback. Matt Hamilton is so old, his home videos are shown in history class. Matt Hamilton is so old, when he saw rainbows as a child, they were black and white. <laughs> Um, back to the you're so old. Come on! Matt, not that old. You are the one that missed like a week's worth of uh, work being sick. Pitch count. You can blame <laughs> the guy like what, who sets up uh, sets That's up what happens to Grandpa. Yeah. When Grandpa gets sick, he's out for a week. <laughs> well, that's also what you do with your you know, your star running back and your season's already kind of shot. You just make sure they come back healthy and they can finish the season. And you don't, you don't have to worry about them for next season. So that's, I think, all Jesse was doing. Matt in the greenhouse chimes in. Can we get a one-time show with uh, Hamilton, Brust, and produced by Jesse Nelson? All three of them uh, would think they are the lead host. <laughs> no, I'd let Ben think he was the lead host. Uh, nine, we, all knew, we all know who the star on the show would be, but Ben could be the lead. Ty chimes in. Jesse? <laughs> Dot's pretzels are the best. I second that. That's Dots a good pretzels one. are very good. Again, though, communal bag. Not a great snack for the office if you plan on sharing with your coworkers or teammates. True. 844-770-3776. What is the best snack for the office? Um, a Kringle is good. We've had Kringles here before. Uh, we, you know, Obviously, we love the folks that were seeing Kringle. But uh, the Kringles are great. Right, Matt? Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Super good Kringles. Very inside joke there, Jimmy. Very inside so, joke. Yeah, that was, that was right. a joke only for me and Alex. And Matt. Yeah, I just thought about you know, the, the hardcore listeners know that Matt loves himself a Kringle. But I that's do. a good one. To, that's a I good do. one as well. Um, I bet you there's more than, I think there's like a handful of people to get. Look, sometimes we can have a joke for us. You know? Yeah. The Matt's be- laughing. Best We're radio. having a good time. Once in a while, we could just do something just, for yeah, us. I just imagine somebody's just, pissed off, stuck on the belt line right now, and that just sent them over the edge. I don't know what he's talking about. Yeah, an inside joke uh, that nobody is going to know, even if you did listen to the old show in this new time slot. Sam and Madison uh, <laughs> chimes in. We are back to Fortune Favors Candy Pecans made in Madison. That's his choice. I don't know. The song good. I mean, <laughs> I don't know what that is. Candy pecans are candy pecans are good. They sell them at Brewer Games. I think a pecan pie is well. like a ten out of ten pie. So candy pecans are basically like portable pecan. Pies. Now you are talking about like a homemade because you buy them store bought pecan pie and they're pretty it's pretty meh. meh. Yeah, yeah but I, so I would I, so I haven't had a homemade one, but I could. You can kind of when you have a pecan pie, you're like I can taste how this could be really good. Right. But this one's just kind of meh. Mm-hmm. But I, I, Even so I get what you're saying. Ones, if you warm them up, I, I'm still down. So that's with what I'm like saying. I get up. what you're saying because I, I taste enough in there to be like, this could be really good if it was not just. We'll made get into this a little closer to uh, Thanksgiving because there is an absolute pie hierarchy. A lot of different pies going out on Thanksgiving. We'll get into it. So go ahead. And he just think do a about three week tease. He did. Yeah. If Matt has no Here's interest in doing it. I am going to be thinking about this for Radio the next Bits three weeks. From 1995. That is Matt Hamilton's we'll sweet a, spot. Let's do a bracket. Tune in tooth three <laughs> Tuesdays from now. Let's do it. I'm guessing you guys did candy. Bracket. Favorite candy on Halloween. I'm guessing. Yeah. Well, we kind of did. Some like it.
I think we did a draft. So yeah. So yeah. The, yeah. Oh yeah, the easiest yeah. segment in the world. Yeah. And that's what we said. Oh, should we, we do a draft of pies near Thanksgiving? Oh, 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 oh. oh someone's excited. Somebody's in, his, somebody's in his bag. I'll set it up. I'll set up the bracket, guys. The Adam Madison <laughs> chimes in. Uh, well, that way I'm good with that because it won't happen. Then. Uh, the Adam <laughs> Madison chimes in. Shelled peanuts. You got to make them work. Uh, Sam and Madison chimes in, so he's like, you got to work for it. Um, he's going to send some of those. Uh, Fortune favorite candy pecans to the studio. So now Alex Strofe will know, Mr. Irrelevant. Uh, you're not irrelevant on this show. People will send you their pecans. No, I'll go no pick them up instead irrelevant. so Strofe doesn't get any. What's that? I'm going to go pick them up so he doesn't get any. Uh, you'll there probably you. be sick again or in Canada or something. It's <laughs> a good point. Actually, no. The next one's vacation. <laughs> oh, yeah. Tough tough time. Tough days to be Matt Hamilton. Need to break. I, I, okay. Here's the thing. <laughs> It's been three months since I produced the show. Three months. We're all three of us were together on the same show. Oh, yeah. my gosh. I am just really happy to see Matt's IQ has maybe even gone down, but certainly has not gotten higher. No. Yeah. No. He is still Matt, the biggest idiot of I ever don't met. think it's gone down, Strofe. I promise you weren't making me any smarter, but <laughs> <laughs> I might not have gotten any smarter since Wolfersheim joined. <laughs> Rick and DeForest chimes in with donuts from Greenbush Bakery. Donuts are a good one. Greenbush is obviously outstanding. The apple fritter there is okay. the only thing yes. to get. Oh, my gosh. It's as big as your head. It's like it used to be five bucks, and it was just the greatest apple fritter ever. I can't remember. The, honestly, can't remember the name of the place downstairs. I think Lotus is in it. They make a really good homemade donut as well. So mm. we're at the Spark Building right next door. They make a great homemade donut. Uh, they are four dollars a donut, so that's an expensive gift to bring yeah. in. Uh, but there are some, you know, good donut places out there. Homemade fudge, Jordan and Madison. That's a that's a thoughtful one. I think easy to kind of break off and, and take. There's a lot of good Christmas ones. I will tell you honestly, I mean, I, I'm a little skeeved out. So Jesse Nelson has you beat, though, but like they make a bunch of homemade cookies and bring them to the office. I don't, I'm lukewarm on homemade things. Like, because you don't trust the people that are making them? I'm not saying I don't trust Jesse, but I'm saying I will trust your kitchen probably more than anyone else's in the office. Hi, four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. What's the best snack to bring to the office to share? Banana bread, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I got some banana bread from work today, bro. From work today? <laughs> I would, I'll find the clip. Yes, I, I would that say, is a deep, another deep inside joke uh, from like a meme or TikTok or something. Bread is a good one though. Like banana you, bread is seriously a super underrated. Bread. Yeah, but you could bring in different breads to share. You can yeah. cut it up and and, and share it. Uh, yeah, so I think there's different things out there that you can share. Eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. The Packers are taking on the Steelers, and we'll talk about that. I want to first start with the Badgers and Matt. Do you think? Can they salvage their season if they went out? Define salvage. Like you're gonna you're gonna give it a grade where you feel good about it because right now I don't think people feel good about the Badger football program. They don't. I'm not saying they feel bad. Right. But there was a lot more hype coming in. I think we thought that these players were going to be able to to adopt this new system and hit the ground running. I just honestly, I think more than anything, this season's a little eye-opening, and the realization that it takes a couple years to develop a new system under a new like regime. We've got a bunch of players that came here to play that power eye smash mouth football, and then halfway through or first year, one year after they got recruited to play this style of football, you have a coach who's like spread offense, we're going to throw air raid style offense, throwing a lot, a lot of play action. Like We weren't necessarily designed to play this kind of football. 
I think it's going to take some time for Fickle and his team to get his players in here, the players that are going to complement the system before we really see the amazing jumps that we had hoped for here in year one. So, no, I like they can go out and win them, and I'd feel better about it if they like lost any. But I do think what I did learn from this is that this is going to take a little bit of time. And I agree with that. But if they win out, and they gets, win out, I, I feel like we're on that a gets fast a nine, track to that where gets we're the going nine to be. wins. Then, yeah, because that means I'm assuming they're going to win their bowl game too. But I say win out, then they also get the axe back. And right, whatever nice. trophy that they sh- whatever trophy they have in Nebraska, uh, they get that as well. So uh, they get to keep that. So I, I would say winning out three Big Ten games puts you. I think you'd be six and three in Big Ten play. Uh, then you'd be what nine and four overall, mm-hmm. and both of those are improvements over the year before. Right. Like and, and I so feel good I, about it, but I think I got my hopes up a little high, and yeah. I think myself included, but the media. Let us get our hopes super high for this season. Yeah. And, you know, was that fair to Coach Fickle and this team? Probably not. But did it open my eyes to, like, how this has actually got to work and, like, where we're headed as a football team? And I I like where we're headed. I like where we're at right now. It's These growing pains are just harder than I thought they were going to be. But banana bread! I f- worked out! <laughs> Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. Eight four four. What is that from? It's from a TikTok. You know how uh, Taylor Swift uh, has the they have the like friendship bracelets. Yeah. So they have the letters, right? Well, this person makes this TikTok of him literally saying like an entire page worth of words with every first letter explaining how he got banana bread at work today. Hell yeah! And then goes through it. So he's pointing to a letter each time he says a word here. Okay. And it's on a bracelet, supposedly. It's it's pretty funny. Again, it's probably not the best thing for radio. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it's, I was going to play the whole funny. thing. Uh, I didn't have time to edit out all the Oh, my gosh. It was The whole thing's like 45 seconds of him saying, but banana bread at work, bro? 47 seconds to be exact. Hell yeah. Eric in Green Bay chimes in. Crumble. That is great. Flavor change every week. People get excited about the new options and a variety. It's oh, not as big crumble as... Crumble cookies, though. Like If you have more than like a half of a cookie... But that's why it's good. You need like you an can, insulin shot. You can cut it up, though. Like so, well, this goes back to they should just sell people half me, cookies. People gave me crap when I cut a donut here at the office. I was like, I didn't want a whole donut. I cut it in half, and people all up and their feelings. I don't. You would definitely the cut a crumble with, cookie. You the cut problem it. with cutting a donut is you need to hold the other side. The cookie can be split in half without touching the other half. You can't split a donut without touching the other half of the donut. Yeah, I still feel fine cutting the donut. Cutting <laughs> donut is pretty normal. Uh, and then also Kringle. I mean, there's certain things you have to touch. Like, I didn't, like, pick my nose and then touch the donut. I don't even think that was the issue. And honestly, I made sure to leave the silverware there so people saw that, like, I wasn't, like, I didn't just rip apart a donut. Because there is something to, like, ripping apart a donut as opposed to cutting a donut. Right. Uh, And then also, like a Kringle, crumble cookies are meant to be divided. And Matt Hamilton loves Kringles. Uh, But also, (laughs) like a jelly donut uh, that's lost its filling, the Badger season cannot be salvaged. good. banana bread! I like that uh, metaphor there from our friend Eric in Green Bay. Uh, 844-770-3776 is how you get into the show. Uh, go be a winner. Go to Ho-Chunk Gaming Madison, especially on Friday, November 24th, is Cash Friday. Turn your Black Friday into Cash Friday this year. 21 winners will win a spin 
a chance to spin a wheel for $500 to $5,000 cash at Ho-Chunk Gaming Madison. That's where winners go. This is Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. But banana bread! I f- work, dude! Hell yeah! Hell yeah, bro! You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. Miss any of the show? Find full show podcasts free on Wisconsin On Demand and wherever you get your podcasts. He missed. He missed big there. He made a joke. <laughs> off air. I'm not going to share the joke, but yeah. I'm going to say it was a joke that would be more of this song was in the movie Deliverance than it was that this is a jam band. Because it's a jam band. It is not a like a southern band. It is a jam band or a, a, you know, a band from like Manitowoc or something. You know, this is a, a jam band. <laughs> Why are you taking shots of Manitowoc? I slept there on Sunday. Well, with whom? <laughs> no, this is probably <laughs> For reference, the joke I made was I feel like I should be making out with my sister, which I don't have a sister for the record. Why? Well, listen to this. Feels like I should be wearing boots and cow well, manure and slapping my knee. Spoons going? 844-770-3776 is how you get into the show. Uh, we have Jordan the Madison chiming in. You hold uh, one side of the donut, cut it down the middle, take the half you touch. You don't need to touch the whole thing unless you're using a sick karate chop to cut it in half. That's a good point, Jordan Madison. You can cut a donut in half without having to touch the whole thing. Oh, come on. Matt's you're telling got, me when you go look for some those of us half more, donuts, you're more not looking at the one that's clearly been pinched at the bottom? Oh, you, I'm, not, I'm not saying it can't be done. I'm saying nobody takes the donut they pinch. Not everyone's got stone hands, Matt Hamilton. <laughs> Some of us could just cut around and be good at it. Uh, but so um, I referenced Manitowoc because isn't that where uh, Stephen Avery is from? Is that right? Yes. Okay. So Correct. in that yes. documentary on, on Netflix, it, it, there was one little part that made me laugh was that they, <laughs> they kind of referenced very subtly that certain parts of northern Wisconsin, including the Manitowoc area, rival the south. As far as, I guess we'll just call it, kissing your sister. And so that part always stuck with me from, they said it so casually, and obviously not the point <laughs> of the documentary at all, but it does imply that the Avery family maybe has kissed the sister of two. And so, <laughs> you are a really weird guy. Why? How does that not stand out to you? Uh, I don't know, that. maybe the fact that he murdered somebody might yeah. maybe be the part that sticks with you. Yeah. Well, also, that part of fact, <laughs> forgive me for glossing over that. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> there we seem already, to be more yeah. pressing issues happening in that show. My feeble <laughs> one-track mind, <laughs> this smooth lizard brain of mine, could not comprehend all the nuance of that show. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. How do you not take that in? You guys are both. Like I said, it's just because I have a smooth lizard brain. <laughs> I'm just saying, like we knew the other part. I didn't know. That Manitowoc was rivaling South Georgia. I just didn't know. (laughs) (laughs) That was not surprising, but also I was taken aback a bit. There you go. Uh, 844-770-3776. How you get into the show. The Badgers win, uh, we'll say, the next four games. Do you call their season a success? That counts the bowl game? Yep. That's going to be our first Iron Jack poll question. If the Badgers win their next four games, 
so we're including the bowl in that, mm-hmm. do you count their season as a, as a success? Which means they beat Northwestern at home, they beat Nebraska at home, they go on the road, and they beat P.J. Fleck and uh, get that axe back. Rode the boat back to Madison exactly. and then go to a bowl game. Yep. They sink that boat out in Minnesota, one of those frozen <laughs> Steal lakes. Steal their boat. And P.J. Flex screams a guy who might be his last year in Minnesota. Like, I just feel like if he can get out, he's going to try to get out. I don't know if he's going to do well enough to actually get a better job, but he seems like a guy that's now starting to look somewhere else. But then I would also say, then you win a bowl game. Let's say you go beat the Gators and Graham Mertz, like, right. that, which is not a crazy. Right. Like, there's a game that could happen, like the Champs or the Outback Bowl or whatever the hell they call it now. But those bowl games, right. like, the Badgers get back to that. They win nine games at the end of the year. And then you take into account that. I don't know when Mordecai is coming back. He dressed against Indiana, so that's got to be a good sign he's closer to getting back than, let's say, Braylon Allen. But so let's say, okay, you won nine games, you were without your top two running backs and your top quarterback, and you had a switch uh, in coaching regime. That's actually a pretty respectable season. Yeah. A dip in expectations, but yeah, obviously right. we were a little, little bit yeah, we got uh, a pie little in the sky. Skis there. A little bit For of pecan sure. pie in the sky. Yeah. Um, so Pecan pie in the sky? Well, he, pie in the sky. I referenced pecan pie earlier. Come on, Strove, keep hold, up. Hold, 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 hold. Oh, no, I got it. But this is a two-hour show. It's big. It's a lot. It's a lot of things you got to remember. <laughs> Excuse my lizard brain. <laughs> pecan uh, in the sky with diamonds. Is that what, what does pie in the sky mean? Well, that's a good question. Okay, so you don't know either. It, it's, but well, I do know how like you, you use know it. How to it's use a positive. It, but you don't actually know. Like I can explain it to you with the context. Yeah, I can give you the context. It is a positive thing to say. Pie in the sky is an idiom, idiot, that means something (laughs) good uh, that someone says will happen, but it seems more impossible than unlikely. So I guess it's the idea that pies would be, I guess it's a good thing. Pies are in the sky, so you can just reach up and pull a pie. It'd be like saying the Packers are going to win their next four games. It's kind of like pie in the sky, if it happens. And pie in the sky would be like, you could just reach up, grab pie out of the sky, which seems pretty nice. (laughs) Okay. So there you go. There you go. Thanks for looking that up, Jim. Yep, there you go. I don't, Strove always learns something. He, on he our also show. has. Remember, I forgot about this. We haven't hosted. We haven't had Alex as our producer in a while. He has no ability to pick up context clues. No. Yeah, nope. So that's not that's my a, strong suit. That is on me. That. Yeah, vocab and using context to figure out the vocab is like so maybe I, your worst attribute. I, I'm a I'm a firm believer <laughs> that I pick up on about three out of ten. I think that three out of ten. I, what like references okay. through context. I think seven out of ten, I I usually struggle with. I would agree. Yeah, I, I think. Yeah, I think there needs to be a hook. I'd go two and a half, and I'd probably still take the under. Why do you think that is? Because uh, well, number one, I have ADHD, so I'm not always fully listening to you. If I'm being really honest, that's not a surprise. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no offense, it's not your fault. It's mine. Hey, it's, I know what that's like, Strof. Don't it's, worry. It's, it's not a you thing. It's a me thing. It's not your fault. And. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I guess I would chalk it up to that. Yeah. That's sometimes my on. brain is literally just lacking just context. Just turned it off. <laughs> I just pictured just a monkey. <laughs> yeah. Symbols. Baby symbols yeah. in, in Strel's brain from time to time. <laughs> I've always wanted one of those. A brain? Well, that, but also the a monkey that bangs cymbals. Like, if I had to get a pet, it would be a monkey. I don't know if that's legal in Wisconsin, though. I don't know either. I don't know the uh, pet laws here. Oh, you have to. Do you have you have pets? I did check if I could have a monkey and then got a cat. I, we have a dog and a cat because I don't want a but monkey. You're in the house. Into but you also and don't want the dog now? or the cat. What do you mean? Well, he's actually looking into getting chickens I now. Heard. That is we, we got a big argument in the office the other day about Jimmy's going to get some chickens <laughs> and then he's such maybe a, a goat. Up. Right? I would take a goat. 
And some chickens. Really? A goat over chickens, for sure. Here's I think the, thing, the goat and the dog in the backyard. Roosters. I don't want anybody. I don't want chickens. I, I don't want chickens. It's gross. I don't want chickens. I think it should be banned. Why is that gross? I don't live. I live in town. Yeah. And well, I don't like, want farm animals in my neighborhood. But what are chickens going to do to your neighborhood? They don't make any sounds. All they do is roam around their backyard, cluck a little to... bit, and eat some ticks hey, off speaking the of your neighborhood, uh, it's, like I said, it's been a few months since yeah. all three of us have been together. I remember back in maybe July, you yeah. were really upset and considering calling the police on your neighbor's yeah, I think daughter's they, I, boyfriend. I think they broke up or he got a new car. I don't know that part of it. I don't really know. All teenage boys look like doofuses to me, so there's some other doofus there. <laughs> I can't tell if it's a new car or if they broke it's up. A, or but, if it's a new doofus. But, or if it's a new doofus. Yeah, that part I don't know, but... They, that Problem that has been solved, resolved. Though. Yes, yeah. been so resolved. The uh, so now the he's Oregon decided. Police department has not been contacted. Yeah. So no. now that now that this car hasn't driven by, he's had to find a new thing to gripe about, and, and he found chickens. The possibility. But, that the possibility chickens of chickens. No, not the fact thing. that there's any there. I the fact specifically, that there could be. when we were looking at houses, <laughs> looked at a house, was You're, in the master bedroom, looked out the window, saw chickens, and said, "We're not living here." Oh, okay. No Hold way. Yes. You just made it sound. No way. Yes. Oh, I, I saw can see farm animals out here. Do I look like Hillbilly you know, Rutledge you know, or my you know Jim what, Rutledge, MC of ESPN Madison? Here's, here's the thing. The fact is, I actually believe him. Oh, I know. I'm I totally believe him. Yeah. I'm just flabbergasted by he saw some chickens like, I'm too good for this. I don't. There's no need for it. <laughs> yes, I'm, there is. No. For eggs. People eat those. They sell them at a store. There are grocery stores all over the place. I know, but when Fresh you can eggs. just have some chickens, they're better. There is better. no difference in the taste that of is, eggs. Seriously, that should be on our Jim and Matt poll because that's a crazy take. I will, first of all, again, that's for, a crazy I don't take. like eggs. Nobody poll. in our house likes eggs. We tolerate eggs. That's fine, but there shouldn't good. be any reason your neighbors can't have them. I'm not saying you have to have chickens. But why do I have to deal with chickens? I don't want to look out my window and see them. chickens. That's Build not dealing fence. with them. I have a fence. I have Build a two-story taller fence. I have a fence. It's six feet tall. But I look out my daughter's window. I don't want to look to the right and see chickens. Why? Build a taller fence. I don't live on a farm. But it doesn't hurt anybody. My name is yeah. not What's the difference between their McDonald. chicken walking around their backyard and their dog walking around their backyard? Because a dog is supposed to be there. No, they're both a dog's a not family food. animals. I don't want food in the backyard. You <laughs> don't live on a farm. depends where you go. <laughs> Well, we live, this yeah. is a crazy take that you that the, the, the fact that the sight of chickens out your window that have nothing to do with your property or your stuff bothers you. That is a crazy take. You were giving a lot of what? credit to the idea that like people are going to properly take care of these chickens and okay. not going to wander off their yard. Uh, my, I had a neighbor that had chickens and it was totally fine. It was honestly it was better. They are who we and I know exactly they why they gave you snakes, right? No, actually, I never got eggs from them. Oh. The one thing that I do have noticed and has been very obvious, I have a very wooded backyard, a lot of trees. Yeah. I picked ticks off my dogs the last like year and a half. My neighbors old neighbors moved out like three years ago. Prior to that, never had ticks back there because the chickens just ran amok and ate all the ticks from the area, essentially. That's disgusting. It was crazy. No, that's great. They can just Don't do you their thing in their, their own. Do dog? I do. I do. Okay. They, but they still crawl on them, and it's gross, and I don't want them coming yeah. inside. Yeah. So, okay. like, yeah. And it's, no, it's for real, though. Chickens game. are amazing things to have as neighbors. No. For neighbors. No. Yes, they really are. I do not want chickens as my neighbor. I am upset with this. I've, I've right. had chickens right. as neighbors. It's better than when I don't have chickens so as this, neighbors. So this feels like a moment of when I used to produce the show on a regular basis, where I remind you, it is Friday. We are 47 minutes into the show. There's a top 10 team playing in Madison tonight. There's a 
bowl eligibility game tomorrow in Madison. And the Packers are in Pittsburgh on Sunday. We have a whole other hour, We got baby. an Iron Jack poll question up about the Badger game. Yeah, and we have a whole other hour. Just a subtle reminder. Thanks, Alex. We're this talking guy about chickens right now. College basketball trying to ram that down my throat. I get it. Tennessee's here. Neat. I'm going to ram my fist down your throat. You keep talking like that. <laughs> Whoa. Just Why did you get so tough guys here. Tough guy Jim Rutledge hates chickens, and Strofe is just so obsessed with the fact that Tennessee is here. Daryl and Deerfield chimes in, in addition to hating milk, you hate farm animals, too. First of all, <laughs> farm animals on a farm, I am fine with. Don't, E-I-E-I-O, don't, don't talk, all the way back <laughs> okay. to the farm. I'm fine with that. Do not Have, talk trash about baby Strophy right now. Where is baby Strophy located? It, on Daryl and Deerfield's farm. On a farm. I'm fine with that. Where do we draw the line? Well, you can have horses in your backyard, cows. Yes. No. <laughs> no, you can't have those. Why not? Because they need a certain amount of space to run around. Well, a chicken okay. does not but need that much minute. space. Can we acknowledge Jim isn't living in like a crappy neighborhood? Yeah. He's that's got a big backyard. Right. But that's, that's what why, I mean. There's that's tons of room for chickens. That's why I don't want chickens. I don't want chickens back there. There's so much room for nah. these chickens to frolic. I don't know why you would want it. It's, <laughs> like, a, it's like a chicken paradise back there. I live in town, so I don't have to live near chickens. If I want to live near chickens, I just think an acre. You got an acre of land, do what you want. <laughs> I got a quarter acre. He's like, I know nobody near me has even close to an acre, so I can let people have their chickens. Because you live but in then town, I know then. nobody near me because will you have a chicken. Town. Like I grew up, where I grew up, <laughs> it was a little bit out of town. We had, everyone in our neighborhood you had at least an acre. What if someone had a parrot and they let it out back in their backyard? That wouldn't it fly away? No, they don't no, fly. They have parrots that have clipped wings, and there's parrots that realize you know they don't don't ditch the hand that feeds you, right? What's the difference between a pet that just took out to the backyard well, to hang out with? Well, you are something here. I find birds disgusting. So all birds, yes, birds are bad pets and shouldn't yeah. be in town. But seriously, <laughs> what do you got a bird for a pet for? <laughs> I think we're getting to the root of this issue I, right here. But I will, I will acknowledge it's Jim a fair, is it anti-aviary. But it's, it's a fair point. <laughs> like, you got no business having a little bird flying around your living room. I'm kind of with Jim on that one. <laughs> okay, so let me get this straight. You're now anti-parrot, but the chickens in the backyard is fine. Outside, yes. That's where, that's where birds belong. They belong outside. <laughs> Y'all are nuts. This is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. Jeremiah Madison chimes in. He may get a chicken just to spite me. I'll tell you what. As one should. I'll tell you what. Um, spite is a good reason to have a good workout. Like, if I'm mad now, I could go to Carbon World Health and have an extra good workout just of how mad I am about the idea of my neighbors having chickens. But whatever it is that motivates you to get through a good workout, uh, make sure you go to Carbon World Health. Sign up for the six-week experience because it's more than just a good workout over there. It's about working with Dr. Nestor Rodriguez and his team over there and the best thing to do, sign up for the six-week experience. You can learn about uh, hormone replacement treatment. You can learn about semi-glutide, which is what I'm taking to help you lose weight. Uh, it's FDA approved. And you want to involved in the process. Don't try to buy something offline or for some rando. You want to go see Dr. Nestor Rodriguez and make sure that it's right for you. Make sure that you're pairing it up with a good workout regimen at Carbon World Health. And then that's how you can get those weight loss goals that you're looking for. They also have Black Friday deals all over the place going on right now at Carbon World Health. This is Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. The mountains are blue, and we can prove it. Follow the show on Twitter at Jim and Matt.
Friday continues here on Rutledge and Hamilton. He's Hamilton. I am Rutledge. Daryl and Darefield with some breaking news. Alex, are you doing okay? Do you want to share the news or do you want me to? Can you fight through the tears? All right, Alex Strofe uh, behind the glass. A little reunion show here uh, from the Everlight Solar Studio. Daryl and Deerfield chimes in. Hate to break it to you, Alex. Baby Strophe is in Utah now. Wow. Uh, yeah, excuse me for a moment. Um, I feel like that's something he should have had to run past me. Now, and I understand it's a business decision. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of like Brian Gutekunst calling Rasul Douglas in the sauna and just be like, hey, man, we traded you. <laughs> Rather than being like, hey, we might trade you, just a heads up with the deadline coming up. Just like, hey, man, toweled up and sat next to him in the sauna, said, hey, you're gone. I don't know how I feel about this. I don't know. I feel like it's a little bit closer to having a shot as a producer on a show, and they're like, you know what, this one, this cow's getting a little annoying. Let's ship it off to <laughs> the digital world of Utah. <laughs> <laughs> the most irrelevant state out there. The most irrelevant state out there. <laughs> yeah, really, honestly, once you got shipped off the show, they're like, well, we can't have like a non-four to six uh, producer cow. cow. You know, like that just doesn't work. Drew Madison no chimes in. Irrelevant. Since y'all switched to four to six, I don't get to hear you on my way home. Man, have I missed the three of you talking about the most random stuff. That is definitely like Jim hating birds. Jim hates I, I all birds. I feel like there's some woolly hate coming through today. Oh, I think you just projected that. Everyone loves it's. It's just one of those. Uh, it's nice to have a little bit of change. That's why I do everybody a favor and only show up to seventy percent of the shows. <laughs> well, that might, might be high. And it's good for. Bucks. But people like throwback no, Thursday. This is just the busy part of year. This summer, I was pretty available. You this only summer. took like three or four vacations this summer. <laughs> Like two or three, and some of them were work stuff. I'm going to throw out for a man that works 70% of the time. He takes honestly a high level. I'm working all the time, I'm always working, guys. There's always an angle. Come on, Jeremiah Madison chimes in. Uh, this is real meat and potatoes talk, not badger football meat and potatoes talk. (laughs) 3776. How you get into the show? We had a football question up there, our iron jock poll question. That uh, we put up at ESPN Madison because we are a serious sports show. Uh, if the Badgers win their next four games, which is including their bowl game, would you consider the season a success? 80% of you say success. So the road to success starts tomorrow against the disaster of a football program that is the Northwestern Wildcats. I think I think you could call it a success with the wins. If, if we can run the table here at the end, man, but... Th- that said, I thought we were a shoe in for that last one. So that's why I'm saying that, like, if you just pull it out, like, you've got to feel good to, like, all right, we're not losing the inferior opponents again. We're able to drag out, get some wins, and then you can then you can retroactively tell yourself, oh, okay, they had the injured quarterback, they had the injured two starting running backs. That's a lot of hits to the depth of a team that was not very deep. True. True. So I mean, s- I'm giving them a lot. They got a lot of leeway when Mordecai went down. Not. To think that we, he wasn't able to get it, get it done. Locke wasn't going to be able to do it. But the fact that, like, you know, redshirt freshman, the guy been around this team is that much. Mordecai's seen a lot in college football, being a senior. I just my my hopes for this season definitely got take a pretty big hit when Brayden Locke had to take over. And no offense to him, it's just he, he's so young. And it's a new team. 
Uh, Daryl Deerfield with some more breaking news. Uh, Baby Strophy was so traumatized by the news that you left the show. Kicked off. Uh, <laughs> she joined the Mormon church. Kicked off, but you asked for me to come back anytime the one of the three of you are out. Interesting. We love it. We just found that you're better as a substitute than a full-time yeah. guy. <laughs> a little strofe is a little, is a little better yeah. than like strofe full-time. Yeah, I did, like, just like my uh, kindergarten teacher used to t- tell me when I was uh, using glue, a dab will do you. Yeah. That's how we feel about it with strofe. Yeah, and I think that's why they made Mr. Relevant three times a week rather than five. It's more like a small dosage yeah. every couple of days. A little dab will do you. Yeah, and most of the time we're just taking you know, the, the, the sound bites from that. I just use a little Davistro. I'm not going to listen to a whole what do you episode. Mean, like, let's let's be on, honest. What do you mean by that? We have never referenced <laughs> Mr. Irrelevant on this show in any sort of soundbite unless we want to make fun of him. Oh, yeah. Have okay. you made fun of me? Just the name of the show. <laughs> yeah, we just still get a kick out of Mr. Irrelevant. Yeah, whatever. Hey, you had a, we've taken some audio clips. He had uh, I don't think we have. somebody at the Iowa. Was it Balaga? Feel good. Was it Balaga? Balaga, yeah. That was from... Uh, yeah, before uh, the Iowa Tosh. game. He had... Was it from one of these? No, no, yes. no, no. Ryan pulled some Mr. Irrelevant stuff. We've played some clips. It's been a what Matt missed. No, it, yeah, it's been yeah, good, it? hard hitting journalism. We've How's it been a what Matt missed? Because if you can't pick up Alex Strauss' voice, I don't know what we're doing here. Well, it was who the guest was. Oh. I was guessing who the guest was. Gotcha. Yeah, I picked up on Strauss' voice. <laughs> this is Roger Hamilton presented by Coors Light.